You're listening to the One Two Three Show this afternoon with me, Karen Co. It's one thirty-three right now, and time to be joined on the line uh, since we are social distancing by fitness coach Nathan Solia, um, who joins us from wherever he is. Where are you, Nate? I, I'm at home. <laughs> like you should working be, like every, every working from home, like most people are doing again, right? Yes, I know, I know. At least I have the, the, the you know, we were able to pivot and, and start doing some some other things that we can do online. So, you know, very, very blessed to, to be able to have that opportunity. Yes, exactly. Now, for today, uh, you're going to be telling us uh, a bit about the importance of exercise in boosting immunity. And, you know, I was thinking about this because if you're normally healthy, you don't really think about your immune system until you get sick, right? But should we be thinking mm. about it more? Yeah, and that's the that's the, the the sixty-four million dollar question that people are facing right now, right? I mean, many people are um, they know that exercise uh, builds a stronger body; uh, it, it strengthens the body on many many levels. Um, but a lot of them are fearful to do exercise, especially in the surroundings of other people, because of you know spreading you know what may be the potential virus from person to person. So it's 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 a really, you know, we we you know now we've been shut down. We've been shut down a week because of what's been going on in Hong Kong. Um, but I really urge people to be able to keep moving and keep exercising. And what I mean by exercise is not necessarily what people traditionally think exercise is. Right. You know, you know, what do you consider exercise? You know, you consider it getting all hot and sweaty, mm-hmm. and you and you're blowing real hard and pumping and iron. You know, pumping iron you know sometimes you get that dizzy effect uh and you know and if you survive you know you feel like you know you've achieved something and you feel amazing from it you know you generally the endorphins after you exercise you feel great but you don't have to do it that hard to be able to get movement into your day so you know there's a range of different things that you can do from yoga to tai chi to um, pilates to to uh, qigong to to light weights to what I call zone exercises or working in working in programs um, because the thing is is like you know we are made to move as human beings right yes we weren't so made we're to not, sit at desks right? exactly and you know us sitting at desks has really only been probably for the vast majority of us now within the last a hundred years. Mm. And before that, you know, we had people working in factories. We had people walk, working in, in farms. We had people, you know, before that we were we were hunter and gatherers. You know, we, we, we were made to move. And moving actually f- stimulates a number of different functions in our body. So, it, it you know, our brain needs to move because when we move our left hand and our right foot together – it actually stimulates the connection between the left-hand side hand side brain and the right-hand side brain. Mm. So it's super important to be able to actually do things that involve your left hand and your right hand because that actually improves the communication between the logistics side, uh, the, the logical side, and the, um, uh, and the creative side. 
So it's really important to be able to do that because it also restricts, you know, depression. And I don't know if you've right. ever had this, Karen. Have you ever had that situation when you feel really down in the dumps and you go for a good hike or you go for a workout and how do you feel afterwards? Absolutely. You feel so much better. I mean, you feel, you feel, you know how they say it clears the cobwebs. I mean, it literally can feel like that, that your brain feels kind of foggy and after exercising, it, you actually feel clarity. Correct. So the physiological benefit is is that that connection between the left hand side and the right hand side, because if we're always doing if we're always doing analytical stuff, then that's just that's just always stimulating the left hand side of the brain, and you know that creative side is just being you know left by left on its own. So it's really important to be able to get um, your body moving to be able to stimulate your brain. But also it has benefits all the way through. You know, it, 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 you know we, we know that it, it helps with our digestion. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when we move and especially lower limbs, as in our legs, our pelvis, our, um, our lower half of our abdominals or our lower part of the trunk, if we get that moving, it also helps with um, digesting food. So one of those things that I, you know, I had the other day, you know, I had, I had a... Um, I'm going to throw my mother under the bus here. <laughs> Luckily, she doesn't live in Hong Kong. But she was constipated. Okay. And one of those things, and one of the reasons why she was constipated is because she's been sitting down all the time. Mm. And so, you know, her ability to be able to move uh, has been restricted mainly because they've been told that they can't go out. Right. So and, they really you know, don't my move mother, at all. No, yeah. Exactly, right? So, you know, one of those, one of the pieces of advice I gave to my mom is, is that she needs to perform um, squats. Right. To actually, because like, compress. We do, well, it is in a way. And what it does, it actually starts to squeeze your, 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 your small intestine, your large intestine, all the way down to the, um, uh, until, you, uh, all the way down to your rectum. And, you know, you know, the old days, we used to squat to have a bowel movement. Yeah, that's true. So we, we, we're we sitting at desks that are halfway between, um, you know, that full squat and um, and standing, and we're sitting in these positions, and our bowels and our digestive tract is not moving at all. It's just sitting at desks. But when you actually stand up and you squat, it actually starts to um, – starts to massage the digestive tract so that way it starts to move things along. Yeah, it's interesting because, you know, I teach yoga and there are several yoga poses that are twists that are designed exactly to do that, to, to you know, twist the intestines and actually keep your digestive system moving as well as the wonderful pose that's called gas-releasing pose. I'd love to see the gas-releasing <laughs> pose. It's very easy. Is it similar to a squat position? It, it, is, it, is, it, is it lying on your back and yeah, bringing your knees towards your exactly, chest? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what it so, is. So, you know, one of those things, it, it, the, and, you know, the twist that you said before mm-hmm. is also a great one. And I urge everyone, if you are struggling, if you are struggling to have a bowel movement, sit on the toilet and sit up nice and straight. And then you rotate your body from side to side, meanwhile you're breathing. So you breathe out as you go to the side, inhale back to the middle, and you breathe out to go the other side. And you go backwards and forwards. Okay, I can just picture this. We have hundreds of listeners going to the bathroom now like, ha, let me try that. (laughs) (laughs) 
I mean, I, I'm going to throw myself under the bus since I threw my mother under the bus. And I did it this morning. It just, it just, everything f- flows. You know, the thing is with, with um, when you have a bowel movement, you should not be pushing. Mm, right. It should yeah. just naturally come. Yes. And if you are pushing, then there, there may be, uh, you know, the, you, you're obviously constipated. And that could be from, you know, lack of hydration, uh, uh, you know, a lack of good quality, you know, um, uh, fibrous foods. Um, you know, you, you are you, you know, are you getting enough oil in your diet? Mm-hmm. Because that also lubricates your large intestine as well. So there's a range of different things that you can do, um, you know, to be able to help the constipation. What, no, but one, when it comes to exercise, yeah. that rotation, that twist is really effective. And then the other one is that squat. And the one you just said before is just lying on your back and bringing your knees into towards your chest and then dropping your feet to the floor. Yes, exactly. Now, you know, Nate, I was reading um, when we decided to talk about this. And one of the things I read was that people who do like extreme exercise high intensity exercise that can actually be bad for your immune system because it increases stress hormones absolutely absolutely and the thing is is it's not necessarily um and and that's a really good thing because if you were to say if you did these high intensity these these really hardcore workouts all the time then you may have an issue Mm mm-hmm but if you were doing these hardcore workouts like once a week or maybe twice a week or even three times a week, depending on your, um, your, uh, your, your fitness level, then you're okay with it. But you need to listen to your body. And it, one of those things for overtraining is tiredness and, um, and feeling constipated. Ah, okay. So you've got to really look, listen to your body. So, yes, too much of it will cause issues pretty much like anything. I look at, you know, every type of exercise you can look at. And if you're getting too much of something, then, you know, it can have um, detrimental effects to it. Mm. So that, and I'm in, yeah, I mean, I was just going to say that's right now when people can't go to the gym and do their hardcore workout, they shouldn't be feeling like that's necessarily a bad thing. I mean, because there, there are other things that they can do. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think, you know, there's, there's, um, you know, you know, there's so many different types of online stuff that people can do right now that they can actually start, um, you know, trying out. I know that like F45 have got classes going, we've got classes going right now. And, um, and I think, you know, who knows how long this is going to go on for? Yeah, that's true. So it, it could, it might as well be something that you try and also get used to. So what are we seeing in terms of some of the trends in online training? Oh, so, you know, well, online training is not new. It's been around for a number of years, but it hasn't really been a mainstream thing. But because of what happened, what's happened in the COVID is, is that, you know, a lot of companies have to pivot and, you know, they're taking their own, they're, they're taking their classes online and either they're doing them through YouTube or whether they're doing them on Instagram or whether they're doing them through um, uh, uh, Zoom classes or, or Google Meet, uh, they're, they're creating these live online classes with clients just so that way they can continue servicing the clients they already have. Okay. But and- what's happening right now mm-hmm. is it's like now we're starting to move into actual, um, uh, you know, online um, virtual classes, you know, throughout the world. So the last COVID, we actually ran 
um, online classes in Hong Kong. And because it was shut in New Zealand and it was shut in Sweden, you know, it just so happened my wife is Swedish. So mm-hmm. we were able to get some clients from Sweden to join the program. And, of course, me being from New Zealand, I was able to attract a whole bunch of people to New Zealand to actually join the classes that we were running in Hong Kong. Mm, interesting. Now, people think maybe that online classes are not going to be so as effective because you, they, you, they don't have the equipment at home. So how do you overcome that? Is there, Do people need to oh, buy some basic really things? One. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's funny because these online fitness companies, um, even even like sporting stores, are sold out right. of all of their fitness equipment because people are just going in and just buying what they what they need or what they can to be able to do it one of those things that that i recommend people to get is the easiest one is using a uh, a rub band okay like those resistance you know, bands the handles, yeah the old schools yeah those old resistance bands even the ones with the circles the circle ones are really good too so um that would be the most basic that i would have or even even basic even having a mat because you can do a lot of stuff um, without having to use equipment, the only issue is 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 that you know if you broke exercise down into you know the seven what I call seven primal patterns, it's a um, a, a, a squat, a bend, a lunge, a twist, a push, a pull, and a gait, which is running. Out of all of those, the only one that you do sort of need equipment for is a pull. Mm, okay, because you can do everything else. You know, you you know, you can do a squat, you can do a lunge, you can do a bend, which is sort of like a, a deadlift. You can, you know, you, you can um, you can do push-ups. You know, you can do dips. You can lie on your back and you can take your legs from side to side, which incorporates a twist. And then you can jog on the spots. Mm. You don't really need a lot of equipment apart from the pull. So you know, the, uh, uh, you know, using a rubber band wrapped around a table or wrapped around a really you know you know strong surface, like going to slingshot back into your head. Um, but have you seen those ones you put online, the rubber band they put over the door and they've pulled the door off the hinges? Oh, gosh. <laughs> it doesn't so, sound so just be wary. You could end <laughs> if, up in hospital really, for another reason. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So this is why I say, you know, to, to be able to do stuff that, you know, you know that could be online, uh, you know, or following someone who's reputable online because then that way at least the exercise you're going to choose are going to be safe. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So – so that's what I would recommend, you know, when it goes online. But back to the equipment, you know, a mat would be easy and a rubber band would be easy. Uh, if you wanted to get even more technical, there's another one called a Swiss ball. Oh, yes. The big, like, they look like big jelly balloons. Bouncy ball. <laughs> Bouncy balls, Yeah, yes. that's right. I have one. That's right. Huh. And you have one. Oh, great. Uh, yeah. So, you know, the, the great thing about the, the Swiss ball is it's an uneven surface. Mm-hmm. And so you can put your legs on it. You know, you can you can do uh, ab crunches on it. You can do reverse leg curls on it. You can do, uh, you know, if you Googled Swiss ball exercises on YouTube, you'll come up like a thousand different types of exercises. So I love the Swiss ball because it creates instability, which is, which is when you create instability for a body, the body has to create stability. Exactly, so yes. We need to be stable, right? I mean, that's the biggest problem with weight training is is that, you know, when we lie on a bench doing a bench press, we're actually using the bench's bench's, um, um, stability to be able to push this bar above our head. But that's not real in world. I mean, what, what, what movement do you know 
that That's we have true. to do a bench press. Yeah, it's true. That I never mean, happens in real life. Doesn't it, right? Maybe you're pushing your little baby above your head when you're throwing him above your head while you're lying on your back. But other than that, Really, there's no real benefit to do that. So, you know, using a Swiss ball, and if that's what you want to do, a bench press, is using a Swiss ball to use as a bench, and then you have the dumbbells on top of that. Then you create instability, which creates stability through your hips, through your lower back, through your legs. So it becomes a much more functional exercise. Mm. And that's just one exercise that you can use. So a Swiss ball, I love a Swiss ball. It's great. You can even sit at it at your desk, especially people that are, you know, stuck at home. And you're probably sitting at your desk, slouching at your desk. Um, I know I get guilty of that. And yep. then I just get out of my chair, go to my Swiss ball, sit on my Swiss ball. And then now I'm just sort of exercising on my Swiss ball, right? Because I'm, I'm, I'm bearding in balance through my pelvis. And we know the pelvis is, you know, most people, especially over the age of 30 and 40, is the tightest part is our lowest back, is yes, our lower back. That's true, yeah. So, you, so being yeah. able to have the Swiss ball is a great way of being able to um, exercise while you're working. Without even realizing you're exercising. Yeah. yeah. Well, you probably notice after about an hour, an hour and a half, because your back will start to feel like, oh, my gosh, that's really, you know, it's, it's starting to get worked or, or even a little tired or even maybe even sore. And that's when you can go back to your chair and go, okay, now I can sit on my chair. Mm. And you sit in your chair for an hour, and then you go back to the Swiss ball again. You sort of swap. So, Nate, assuming which is, I think, highly likely, more and more people are going to be working from home because our cases uh, are still going up. As of middle of today, there, there seems like there's still going to be a lot of cases. If someone wants to start um, getting some guidance about online training, I mean, there's just so many places out there. It's a little bit overwhelming as to where to start. What would be a good way to, to start and build a routine? That's a really good point. So if, if you were not exercising at all, I would look at, I would type in um, uh, yoga, yoga classes on YouTube because I know that uh, my wife uses fantastic girl and I think she's Danish mm-hmm. and she's become a little bit of a, a revelation. I would recommend going with her um, if you wanted to do something, you know, really low key like a, um, a yoga in your day. Um, or even just typing in something that, you know, that you like to do, like Pilates classes, and you'll be able to find. And I'm sure, like, right now, there's so many different ones out there right now. You can even try, like, um, we are offering at our studio, we're offering Zoom classes mm-hmm. for um, for adults and for children. So, you know, we're also, that that's that's how we're being able to sort of pivot and, and being able to offer to people. So we're offering... Um, and, you know, we specialize in 40s, 50s, and 60-year-old people. Mm. So you know, our classes are, are a lot less intense than others. If you want to go for a little bit more intense, then I would recommend someone like F45. F45 would be a good one. But I guarantee you every single gym in town, if they haven't already, will have gone online in some way or form. What I would also recommend, here's a good one that I would also recommend, um, there's some great, and we offer it as well, is health and lifestyle coaching to be able to get your body healthy before you even do exercise. Exercise is a, is a component of being fit and healthy, but it's not everything, right? right? So, you know, we really need to be able to work on, you know, our nutrition, also our lifestyle habits and i think one thing that's really relevant today and 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 i think more people are more willing to talk about is the mindset piece the mindfulness or the mental well-being great point so i think 
so I think you know if if um if people are interested in doing it, then I I recommend you know if they do are, are part of a gym, then you know they can Google their names and find out stuff. I know Pure offering you know um uh, classes online right now. Um, I know Fitness First is also doing the same. And like I said, you know, you know personal plug of myself, we're also offering classes. Yeah. So if, if, if someone is, is, is interested in, in, you know, and I do recommend not interested in, you need to do this. This is what's going to get you through to the next, you know, the next decade yes. and beyond. We need to move. And yes, right now, financially, it's not great for everyone, but we do have our health. And if we can keep our health, we can continue to keep going forward and going forward and eventually get to a point where we can actually take care of our financial situations. And that's what's really important. You know, you can make money, but you can't make your health back that's true. after you've lost it. Exactly. Yeah, great points. Well, Nate, thanks so much again for um, all those great points. And um, tell us again how if someone wants to find out more about what you're doing and, or they want to take a class with you, how do they do that? Oh, sure, sure. So they can reach out to me on Instagram, which is Elite PT Studio, as in um, E-L-I-T-E. And uh, you can also reach out to me on my web website as well, which is ElitePTStudio.com. Okay, great. Well, take care, Nate. Uh, stay well and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Bye, everyone. And that was Nathan Solia, fitness, fitness coach, um, talking about the importance of exercise and how to do some online exercise.